Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. Well, unnecessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. It wasn't a goddamn laxative, Charlie. You just pooped your pants. And on the other side of the table, Dr. Scientist. You can crush me, but you can't crush my spirit. Ow, my spirit. (laughs) My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, if you rent a car, don't pay for the insurance. It's a scam. (laughs) Welcome to Plotty Time. So uh, before we even get to the correction crevice, big shout out to user The Dirt Will Provide for starting the official sanctioned plotty time subreddit yes it gets, Everyone. The, it gets the thumbs up from all three of us mm-hmm. absolutely Join we've it. all checked it personally approved so get over there and start the conversation any conversation <laughs> yeah any conversation <laughs> any conversation ask us questions post memes all that fan art we've been working you know we've been telling you guys to make you finally have a spot to dump <laughs> it and let everyone enjoy it uh, okay i'll do the first fan arts for each week and everybody's got to improve weekly fart Perfect. fred <laughs> Perfect. All right, we already got ideas going. I love it. But uh, (laughs) before we even get into the fun stuff, I do have to mention that there's a little bit for the correction crevice, and it's all my fault. Uh Oh, Oh, that's surprising. What was last week? As everybody remembers, (laughs) Battlefield. Battlefield, of course, everyone remembers that. (laughs) So memorable. But uh, I said a lot about the Winchester Mystery House. That was incorrect. Mm. Well, you were there. <laughs> I know. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. I listened to the whole tour. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't Mary Winchester. Her name was Sarah Winchester. Oh. Pretty big detail. Yeah, Mary just... Winchester was from Supernatural. I thought it was kind of weird that had the same name. Yeah, I kind of messed up. So, and I also messed up the number of how much money she was making. She was making about, off of just residuals, so not doing jack shit, just owning like 51% of the Winchester rifle company. Mm-hmm. She was making $1,000 a day in 1912, which is about, (laughs) it's the equivalent today of making $27,000 a day. That ain't shit. Yeah, that's that's, that's garbage by today's wages. Absolutely. (laughs) That's borderline not rich. It's probably not even the 1%. Yeah. Sad. (laughs) I feel bad for her. Well, you can also tell us other ways that you feel bad, because we're going to get into what are you playing, what are you watching, what are you doing, and we'll start with you, Dr. Scientist. What's going on? Well, I didn't play a thing, because I'm still on Hades' wind down. You didn't play any phone games? I, st- I still play Dock and Battle. Ah, I knew it. It's kind of winding down on that. Play something. I'm, I'm more supervised at work, so I can't just sit at work and play it. Ooh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's sad. Uh, I did watch some more Fringe, not too much, mm-hmm. but I did watch a bunch of bad movies. Oh, I can't wait to hear about them. Ooh, what do we got? Well, the first one's called Grave Encounters. Oh, but that's a great movie. It was okay. Is that the one where they go to the, is that the one I'm thinking of? The found footage ghost hunt? That's the hunt best. One? Yeah, the, found the, footage the asylum. That's, I don't know if it's the, the best. That's the best one of those. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> you got two to two to one here, so. Mm. Yeah, but you, no, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I don't have to go on to that then. <laughs> I, I, it just, I don't know. You just didn't like the main guy, right? He yeah, rubbed he, you the wrong way. Yeah, he did. He irked me. <laughs> I knew it. And like, yeah, whatever. 
everybody's seen it, so I don't even know why I'm talking about it. It's pretty amazing. We were just talking about how we should watch it again. Yeah, it's so good. I'm going to have to watch it again now. Oh, All you right. think that's bad? Go watch the sequel. There's a whatever. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. I don't plan on it. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. You should check it out. Like, it's third best movie I ever saw. So now you should watch it and then come up with ways that I'm wrong. Uh, See what I did there? I, I want to make you wrong, but I don't want to watch a terrible movie to do it. Just tell him he's wrong. Well, I guess you don't want to make me wrong that bad, huh? No, uh, no. Sometimes you got to just be right, Will Hopperscotch. I did watch the new Kevin Bacon vehicle, You Should Have Left. How was that? You Should Have Left. It was not, it's almost exactly like Grave Encounters. Oh, really? Yeah, they were very similar. Except he's, him and his family, who is his wife? Mrs. Bacon. No, I'm trying to think, she's an actress. (laughs) Nice. Whatever. Anyway, they get to this, they like kind of go to this random house in the middle of Wales and it's kind of like haunted or whatever and weird shit happens and time starts passing differently inside of it. Is it any good? It's okay. Kevin Bacon. I thought it was better than Grave Encounters, but. You make me sick. (laughs) Wait, who is his wife? Lori Ann Richards? No, that's not it. No, not not his wife. Not in real life in the movie. No, his real life wife is Kira Sedgwick, isn't it? Are you kidding me? I have no really? idea. Amanda Seyfried is his wife in it. Oh. The Allentown That's... native. Yes. Yeah, Kira Sedgwick, he's been they've been together since nineteen eighty eight. Huh. Good for them. He was married before that, right? Maybe. Who knows? But this isn't a fucking Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I'm just giving him, I'm, I'm giving him stuff <laughs> to mean, look, look up in the correction look, crevice. Look, look. He made Footloose in eighty four. He spent four years sowing those oats. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Settled down. That's true. But all in all, it was an okay movie. It's not a waste of your time. Okay. I also watched this movie called Night House. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you think? Yeah, what did you think of that one? I, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty, it was decent. Did you guys see it? Jesus Christ. You don't listen to anything we no, saw. No, never. No, you do not. <laughs> like, you get these ideas. Do, do you just watch these movies coincidentally, or do you get these ideas from us and then forget that you got them from us? Well, yeah, see, here's the thing. <laughs> I have a list on my phone of about 150 movies to watch. Uh, and some of them are from you guys, and some of them are from random top 10 videos or articles I read. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that was one from an article I read. <laughs> you always say that. That was the one. What did you think about it? I thought it was, I don't know, man. It was okay. It was all right. It's the best of the three movies I talked about so far. Blasphemer. But I mean, it was kind of interesting in a way. It got really weird at the end, like out of nowhere. But Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to be weirder. Not yeah, exactly. Sadder. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of depressing a little bit, but whatevs. Yeah, it was alright. Whatevs indeed. <laughs> and now I'm gonna pick a movie that I know both of you didn't watch. Uh huh. I saw the Eternals on Friday. No, oh, you're right. Oh no, I did not see that. <laughs> How was it? Uh, it wasn't nearly as good as Shang Z, the last one to come oh, out yeah. for it. It was probably uh, it was on par with Black Widow. I thought it's. I like how they're just completely embracing the. Com- Complete ridiculousness of comics now in the movies. That's cool. I can get, oh, on, nice. I can get on with that. Like, uh, I mean, it has to do with the Celestials who are like huge like people. And they're like, uh, and these people are there to guard us. And it, it, it was interesting. I liked it. It was a random um, uh, Marvel movie just with random characters that you've never seen before. And it kind of... It's about time they did that. It, it doesn't... I don't know how they're going to do it, but it, it doesn't seem to lead into anything else like Shang-Zi did or even the show's. Except its own little Eternals too. Yeah, maybe it's just a standalone yeah. for once. But I'm sure they won't. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, I, I did like the story. I didn't see it coming, really. Mm, all right. But yeah. 
I still have to watch Black Widow and Loki. I'm behind. Yeah, I think I'll skip all those. I'm and Shang Z. This one, out. this one sounds and cool. And Shang Z, yes. But if you're gonna watch any of them, watch Loki then Shang Z. But that's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? What'd you play, watch, fiddle with? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, I played just a, a scotch of Chell, just a little bit, not a lot. And that's NHL. <laughs> no, no, a scotch. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Okay, okay. something you pop. <laughs> <laughs> something you pop. Yeah, so I played a little bit of that, but I did platinum MLB the show. Oh, you finally oh, did it! Oh man, I'm so I proud of you. Did it. I was uh, trying to get eight walks in a game, and it wasn't happening. Then I went online and watched the video, and they told me how to set up the game, and then I did it immediately. <laughs> Wait, would you have to lower like the pitcher accuracy? And yeah, like you had to basically create a custom roster and have all their pitches be trash, <laughs> and then load that, and then load like strike frequency all the way down. And it still took like seven innings to walk eight dudes. Jesus, how? I let I didn't swing at anything, and it took them that long to get enough. You know, balls and such. Wow. That's a hell of a trophy. Good yeah. Job. Good job. Because you either strike out or walk if you're not going to swing at anything. Yeah. yeah. And there were there was a lot of strikeouts. I was like, God damn it, really? And, I, <laughs> and like, all the guides said, just sit there. Just watch it happen. Just let it unfold. <laughs> That's amazing because how would you ever do that in another game? Like in a real game if you didn't? You couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. But speaking of other games that aren't real, I played a lot of Call of Duty Zombies. The new one? Oh. The new one. Oh, yeah? What do you think? Not even close to as good as the previous version of Zombies. Really? Ooh. But it's still super, super early. It's like a whole different format now. Yeah? Like, you go into this area, and then at each corner, there's a portal, and then that portal's like an objective. Like, you have to either follow a thing or... Like, the objectives in, in uh, Outbreak mm-hmm. that end the level, they're like those things. And then you come back to the main area and a new section opens up and you just keep doing that. And every time you do an objective, it goes up a wave and the enemies get harder. Okay. But they keep throwing you the same objectives. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's super early, so they probably just haven't, you know. Stop making excuses for them. Yeah, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> I just don't understand how it's super early. It's this, like, sparse as far as content goes. Because they could have just copied everything from the last one. Because they're just waiting now to do yeah, it every fucking season. it's going to convince season. people to pay something for the next one. No, you get it free I just, now. Down I just don't know why they don't do it like Warzone. Like, make it free to play and just do zombies. Because that doesn't get their 60 bucks up front. Yeah, true. You, know, you have a bunch of, like, guns and blueprints and all kinds of shit you can buy now. Really? So they, get mo- they make money off zombies, I'm telling you. Yeah, but they make even more me. when you pay for the entire game. Couple bucks more. That's true. Yeah, true. I decided that this year I'm gonna go for the platinum on this game because it seems very doable. Mm-hmm. So I'm only playing zombies till I get all the zombies trophies, and then I'll maybe come back when they add more stuff. Do you play any of the campaign? I played like the first three or four missions. Yeah, nothing well, special. It's it's fine. It's 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 a Call of Duty campaign. Mm-hmm. It doesn't blow me away, but I you know I want to finish it before I no no ridiculous it. multiplayer trophies. There are, but I think you can do them through zombies. Hmm. Mm, okay. I think. I'll have to look into it more. It does seem more platinum Who made this one? This was... Was it Sledgehammer? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I think. The Peter Gabriel song? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it has become sentient and is mating, making shooters. I knew it was going to happen. And mating That's what shooters. the song was about. <laughs> <laughs> You guys just didn't get the subtext. You know? <laughs> That's the problem. 
Uh, it is from Sledgehammer, yes. So okay. this is a Sledgehammer version. And they put Sledgehammer like on all the promotional stuff. They just removed that Activision, you know, as the publisher. Mm, it, that's weird. Oh, yeah, yeah they had uh, a couple things going on over there. Hmm. Fair enough. Anything? Eh, can't be that controversial. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So what I watched, I didn't watch terribly much. I mean, there's a lot of YouTube going on because, you know, that's just how we watch that's stuff. the way the world works. Mm. I started watching Lock and Key again. Because I forget exactly what happens in that. Did you think that was good? I, uh, I yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I saw it and I was like, I don't remember if he said it was good or not. I remember watching it the first time and I remember enjoying it. But then I went to watch the second season and it started. I'm like, I don't remember where these characters are at the end. <laughs> so I was like, 10 episodes, fuck it. I'll just start it over. I just rolled through 328 Supernaturals. I can add 10. Yeah, true. <laughs> so I started rewatching that, and it's coming back. But mm. Other than that, I watched that Nightbooks movie. Nightbooks. The Netflix one with uh, Kristen Ritter. Uh, I don't know. Oh, this. I thought it was like a, a YA kind of thing. Yeah, it's definitely a kid's story. Mm. I do love me some Kristen Ritter, though. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll see what's going on here. But it was, it was like for kids, it was fine. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of child eating for like a young, like a children's thing, you know? Mm. Yeah. So it was Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I watched Martyr's Lane. Have you guys seen this one about the little girl who sees the ghost? No. <laughs> it's fine. Don't. Like, it's... Don't. It's... <laughs> Is it fine it's, or it's don't? Fine. <laughs> yeah, it can't be both. <laughs> it's fine, but I wouldn't. I mean, if you watch everything else in the world, yeah, check it out. I'm not going to add it to my list then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't. Yeah, d- eh, don't. And I forget where you got it. Yeah. <laughs> but what you should add is the favorite movie I watched this week, The Vigil. The Vigil. It's about a guy who, from what you gather in, in, the, in the movie, he was part of like a Hasidic Jewish organization, and he left. Mm-hmm. And then his friend, who's still a Hasidic Jew, he was like, hey, I need you to come. Uh, they, they have, and I'm... I'm Butchering their poor lore here. Oh, at least you aren't trying to do an accent. I was going to say it. Yeah. No, butchering my accent. That's yeah. what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> no, no. Like it's, a, it's a tradition that in, in the religion that someone, when someone passes away, someone sits with them that entire night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like a religious ceremony. And so this guy used to do it. And his friend's like, I'm in a bind. I need someone to do it. I'll pay you 400 bucks. Just, you know, just fucking sit here all night. That's you a know? job. That's all you have to do. No, it's and not a job. And uh, spooky shit starts happening. Uh, of course. Vigil. Hmm? All right. Vigil. I would suggest it. It's pretty good. Sounds all right. It's very much that Oculus, like uh, VR. They interact with other people, oh. and they don't. You don't know if it's real or not. Okay, I can dig that. But check it out. Spooky. It's good stuff. Hmm. That's all I got for this week. So, Sir Trump slap. What's what up? are you playing? Watching? Doing? What's going on with you? I ain't playing much. Just playing a little bit of Fallout New Vegas again. Starting that up. Oh yeah. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, you went for it. Nice. Yeah, got a seven-day free trial of PS Now, so I might buy the year. The hell, why not? Yeah, you're you're gonna, you're gonna need five games to talk about at the end of the year, so I got at least six. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's fun streaming a game, I guess. Oh, what, is anybody watching? No, I mean you stream it from oh. PS Now. <laughs> oh, like that. That. Google thing that they used to have? Yeah, Google Stream. I don't remember what it was called. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. Yeah, but I watched a whole bunch of fucking movies. Oh, yeah? Well, actually, first I watched uh, 
What we do in the shadows? You got to finish that this season? What, 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 what was the last? Yet. How many episodes are there? Nine or ten? I think. Does it end with coffins on a ship? Yes. Okay, then I did see them all. I was trying not to ruin it and ask. The yeah. Question what it is? Kind of feels like it might be the end of the series. Ah, it did. Feel, it did feel like that. Right. It's like it really? could go on or it could be the end. Yeah. I mean, they could just restart. Like you everyone's could, back in the house. Uh, you could. You could tell that it was different writers than the previous season. Yeah. It was weird. It was good, though. Yeah. I think I have two more to watch, because the last one uh-huh. I saw was when Nandor got in that cult. Weird cult. Oh, yeah, the next the two, two are yeah. fucking... Yeah. Give, you, you might get a little... Teary-eyed. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, you definitely need Kleenex, bro. <laughs> yeah, check it out. And not the fun type. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Fun type for life. I watched this movie called... Don't breathe too. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen the second one. It's okay. It's a. Is it very much like the first, but more? It's far fetched. He's out of his house. He's killing people somewhere else now. Mm. It's wild. It's okay. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, it gets gory and shit. Cool, cool. Yeah, check it out. Uh, well, All right. <laughs> well, if you'd seen Don't Breathe One and you liked it, check this one out. But it is a little more like, oh come on, you know. <laughs> Which is impressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I watched this movie called The Deaths of Ian Stone. I started watching that. I never finished it. Did I see that? It's like this guy gets killed and he wakes up in a slightly different life. Yeah. Each time, each day or whatever. I did see that. What do you think? It's like creatures coming after him and stuff, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was okay. I thought the ending was a little silly, but... yeah. I've I've a f- I've been realizing that people are just adding ridiculous endings to try and be edgy filmmakers instead of just making a good movie. I just don't think they had an ending when they wrote like, it. That's also possible. <laughs> <laughs> or someone wanted to change it. They're like, no, you got to make it happy, you know, or you got to make it do something. I don't even remember this one. What's this? He just wakes up in like a different period of his life. Like he gets a killed. Thing. He gets killed, and it's like he wakes up. It's like the same day, not the same day. Let's say the next day, but his life is slightly different. Like he wakes up, he has an office job. He wakes up one day, he, he playing hockey. And then the one day he wakes up, he's like, "Yeah, I used to play hockey in college." And they look through his college yearbook or whatever, and they can't find him. So it's like that Simpsons Halloween. When I was Homer just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. There you go. Gotcha. Except That's all you had to good. say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Treehouse of Horror 6. Yeah, but then it turns out there's these fucking creatures that feed off fear and they kill people and stuff. And I don't know. It's interesting. I'd give it a watch if he got yeah, an hour and yeah. 25 minutes or whatever. Okay. I also watched this one called Within. Hmm. It's like a haunted house thing. Turns out the guy's living in the walls. Yo, yeah, spoiler. I see that. Spoiler. It's not really a spoiler because it's pretty obvious right in the beginning, especially with the name of the movie. There's a lot of movies with that premise now. Yeah. So I've either seen the beginning of it and not finished it or seen a movie exactly like it. Or at the end of the movie, it's oh, like... Oh, I did see this. I fucking hated it. Yeah. A screen comes up at the end of the movie. It's like, since the recession, people have been living in people's attics. <laughs> like, all serious and stuff. Yeah, I've seen, like, a lot of the Within movies like that. Yeah. Lately. It wasn't good. I mean, everyone dies. Spoiler, but... Isn't it... Didn't I just watch a movie like this with Sean Astin that just came out? Maybe. Very possible. Sounds familiar. Maybe that's why I watched it, because it sounded like that. I'm looking, Not Sean Aston. What am I talking about? Sean Ashmore. Mm. I got one more movie for you guys, but I wouldn't call it a slapper. All right. Shoot but it. It's definitely 
unique and I thought it was pretty cool. The Deep House. Deep. You guys house. hear about this one? The Deep House. Yeah. It's about these two YouTubers that go scuba diving, put up videos of their scuba diving, yeah, yeah, yada. Let me hear about this house that's in a man made lake. I guess the place flooded and then they just fucking made it into a lake and there's a house on in the water. And they mm. they're like, All right, we're gonna go fucking scuba diving in there. But it's too crowded. So they're local Uber guys like I know about this other house in a lake. Oh. <laughs> so they go to that one. And it's from there it's all filmed underwater in a house. And it's just like a regular haunted house story. It doesn't really tell you any lore or anything. It's just spooky shit happens and That but, could be interesting. Yeah, it's all filmed like with a GoPro underwater and like a hmm. it's neat. Definitely cool. Huh. Oh, by the way, the movie I was thinking of was called Aftermath. Aftermath. About a guy living in the walls. Yeah. Sean Ashmore and Ashley Green, and they get a house on this great deal. Mm. He's like a crime scene uh, yeah. cleaner guy. I think I, yeah. I, I think just, I've seen that one. Too. I just watched one with Lauren Conrad in it, and I can't think of what it was called. And one with Helen Hunt in it. It was exactly the same premise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot of these stupid premises. But yeah, check out Deep House, though. Definitely cool. Deep house. All right. So how about then we take that knowledge that we have a deep house <laughs> and we and we take it with us and we bring it into video game news slash stuff. That's all. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Um, so the big news that came out this week, it was a little thin on news, but uh, it turns out Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 are getting delayed into 2023. Overwatch 2? Diablo 4? <laughs> Yeah, when was the last time you guys played a Diablo? Two? Never. Okay. I pl- I played two until I tried playing it on the hardest difficulty, and I got near the end, and they give random abilities to bosses. There's like six of them. They give them six random abilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had to fight three at the same time, and I always got one combination that was impossible to beat. <laughs> like, it was like immune to physical, immune to magic, so you couldn't hurt them. Or like, nice. Or they were lightning enchanted, which just killed me right away. I remember it, and it still pissed me off. Fuck Diablo. All right, then. Okay, moving on. (laughs) So, uh, Take-Two's 2K. uh, Apparently, the news came out that they canceled a $53 million game from the studio Hangar 13, most recently known for the third Mafia game. Why? No reason. They don't say. They just said in an investor call, they'd taken the charge of $53 million for ending a, quote, Further development of an unannounced title in the pipeline. Okay, well that doesn't mean yeah, shit. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. We could be like, yeah, it could be lying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's twelve it years could be out. Tax fraud, for all we know. Yeah, it could just yeah. be like, hey, well, securities fraud too. Like, hey, investors, we were doing this thing, and now we're not. You guys lost fifty-two. Million. Yeah, but we're we're laundering this fifty-two million dollars. Hmm. Maybe, but that was like huge news for some reason. Yeah, I saw like, that too, and I was like, why? But, like, games and, I mean, Hollywood has had several instances where they'll make a movie and just shelve it. Yeah. You know, they'll spend millions of dollars making it and be like, oh, looks like we're eating shit on this one, and they put it on a shelf for whatever reason. That's true. So this isn't, I mean, no one wants to just give away $52 million, but shit happens, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would like to be able to. I would love to be in a place where I'm like, $53 million, ah, it's a hit, but, you know. What <laughs> Even if I was like, $53 million, that's a good chunk of what I have, but I still have some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't complain <laughs> about that either. <laughs> hey, you guys are geniuses. <laughs> if I was at like, if I that was 70% of my fortune, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might cry a little bit, but. 
In other news, uh, have you guys ever heard the name Amy Henning? Probably Possibly. Not. That's okay. So <laughs> she was the creative director on all the Uncharted games. Oh, yes, I've heard mm. And has quite a career in video games, but she actually left Naughty Dog to go form her own studio called Skydance Media, right? Yep. Okay. And then news came out that they have a deal with Marvel to make a Marvel video game. I do remember hearing that. Hope it's Ghost Rider. It's thin. Like, this is thin, now that I'm reading it again. But um, <laughs> one of the guys who's a writer on the game, Mark Bernadin, he said that, uh, I can't tell you what game it is, because, you know, it's been announced, it's Marvel, whatever. And then a bunch of people were just guessing in the chat, and he goes, oh, I see, it's already been named. Oh, Ghost Rider. I didn't Rider. say which one it was, and it could be lying, so... Ghost Rider. The, they said the two most. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Ghost Rider. It's Ghost Rider. Great. It's going to be either X Men or something to do with the Avengers because they just make money and they're popular. The fans. Well, I guess they are fans. I don't need to. Yeah, well, what was fans. the fans? <laughs> the fans. The fans' best theories. There we go. That makes more sense. All right. There you go. Are either it's an Ant Man game. Well, that could be. That'd be neat. A Fantastic Four game. Not neat. Or possibly Daredevil. Maybe it's like Fantastic Four, but Left for Dead style. That would be a hell of a crossover. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a marketing genius, but I think Ant-Man would be the best bet for money. Unless Avengers 4 has the Fantastic Four in it, and it's not going to be out till then. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. You'd think for money's sake, Ant-Man would be the one. Plus, yeah. you could take like the whole heist angle, you know? Yeah, and the shrinking is a cool mechanic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Make whole levels in one building. Yeah. Interesting. That'd be pretty cool. I'd try that out. Yeah, I might try it out. That also, I forgot to ask you guys a question. Did you guys hear about the Guardians of the Galaxy game at all? I heard it's actually very good. I've heard very little about it. I've seen some of it. It looks decent. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. What's wanna, it like? I don't want to pay for it. Like a action adventure, kind of. Is it, is it like a MMO type thing? <sighs> I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I, I I don't know either. I don't know. I haven't heard Where, jack is, or shit. This is what the people come here for. <laughs> 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 oh, I also forgot to tell you, I I purchased Back for Blood. Oh, yeah, you did. Is that the Left for Dead thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I played it a little bit. Not a whole lot, but uh, it seemed good. Like, it seemed like a little bit looser than Call of Duty Zombies, mm -hmm. but it still was kind of fun. I'm going to give it more of a shot for next week. Is it like Left for Dead where you just run through the levels and try to beat them? As yeah, quickly yeah, as possible. Much. Well, I only played like two of them, but I'm pretty sure that that yeah. was the two I played. Get to the end. Yeah, not, not like a survival thing. No, because once you know the way, it's pretty easy, and then it just gets repetitive. So yeah, well, they could make it difficult, I guess. But yeah, I guess it could be difficulties for it. There was also the non-news that came out that you know, Back for Blood's been out what a couple weeks. I don't even know how possibly. Long. Mm. But they were saying how Left for Dead Two already has way more people playing it. Still, which. Yeah, but that's bullshit because it's it's not bullshit. Yes, more people might be playing that because it was given away on Steam for free at one point. Mm -hmm. It was just on like a like for two dollars on some massive sale. Yeah, and I have been rocking the hoodie lately. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. And you've been wearing the hoodie, so people have been seeing that. And he is Pope now, so <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just a matter of oh man, that game reminds me of Left 4 Dead too. Oh yeah, I have that. You know, let's yeah. fire it up. Yeah, is there multiplayer in it? Like. I thought it in was like a zombies run. versus human. I thought it was not like a, the co-op. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'll have to check. Yeah, because that was the cool part. But uh, other than that, I just got one more rumor for you guys. Sweet. Ooh. And one of our favorite 
resources of rumors, job postings. Oh, shake that rumor tree. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't have the posting in front of me, but they're the news. It's kind of news. It's very sketchy. It's very small. But people are starting to think that Bethesda's next big project is going to be a Quake reboot. Yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that was my reaction. I fell asleep before I had a chance to do it. I don't remember when was Quake last relevant. Like ninety nine? Uh, could have been two thousand. I, I kind know. of remember it somewhat in college, but I think it was already old then. Well, yeah, I mean they did that with Doom too. It might Doom work. also. Doom two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they're looking for, like a Doom style reboot. Yeah. To bring that series. Back. Yeah, whatever. I mean, they did it with Wolfenstein. They did it with that with Doom. Why wouldn't Quake? Yeah, make it an next, Xbox you know? exclusive. Who cares? <laughs> All right, that's how we feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) But that is all I got for video game news slash stuff. So how about we get into it? How about we talk about our game of the week? Let's. Yeah. And this is a game where we ask the question, can big flying sky babies murder enough children? (laughs) We're talking about, obviously, Drakengard. Ooh. It was released, oh boy, September 11th, <gasps> 2003. Hmm. As a celebration, of course. It was when we were still healing. Yep. But uh, we were trying to get back in a better mood because the number one song, do you guys know what it was? Uh, <laughs> no. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is you. <laughs> that would have been it's fantastic. September. No. <laughs> it's Shake Ya Tail Feather by Nelly, P. Diddy, and Murphy <laughs> Lee. <laughs> How's it go? How's it go? How's uh, I think it goes like shake, 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 tail feather, tail feather. Ow! That's what I say. That wasn't the banger, man. That was a banger. Anyway, so the number one movie, September 11, thousand three. Once upon a time in Mexico. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> number one, really? Yeah, I forgot about that one too. Yeah. And then this day in history, September 11th, 19... Well, we're going to skip over the obvious one. <laughs> uh, 1946, September 11th, the first mobile long-distance car-to-car telephone conversation occurred. Ooh. Oh, man. I wonder if they got... I don't know. Were they driving at the time? <laughs> Probably, right? Right. On Jeez. their phones. Uh, I wasn't... I'd like to also add another day of September 11th history. That would be oh, what? on September 11th, 1985. Pete Rose broke the hit record in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. Still not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a joke. Just like the sport itself. Whoa. I said Hot it. takes. Baseball is boring. Fire. Come at me, Bud Selig or whoever's in charge now. <laughs> there was a, uh, a moment where I was playing MLB The Show and I was playing a double A team and they were in like double a south north division <laughs> and my fiance saw it and goes what are those words that doesn't make any sense <laughs> baseball sucks <laughs> she's not wrong laughing. it's true uh yeah it was released for playstation 2 developed by cavia and published by square enix it is a single player action rpg hack and slash written by yoko taro and Takayuki Ahihara. Nailed him, man. I'm getting way better at this. <laughs> Only three years later. He practices that more than he <laughs> researches the game. 
<laughs> so uh, this week, Dr. Scientist, you picked us. Mm-hmm. Picked it, not us. <laughs> How about you uh, talk about it, bring us into this game, tell us what it's all about. Well, like you said, it's a hack and slash, but as you can see later, you can like jump between your dragon and the ground fighting enemies and blah, blah, blah. It was, I played it a little bit. I didn't beat it because it got annoying, mm-hmm. but it's also in the near universe, so it's a lot like those games with various endings, and which we'll all get into. Yeah, I can't wait. And it's like episodic in nature, so you can play the episodes again and do different things and go on with it. Which I'll mention some of them, but not all. Anyway. Okay. 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 Typical RPG universe. There's a, a two sides, an evil empire and a an all-holy union, I guess. Sure. And there's a war going on. The empire's attacking the union. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows that story. Anyway, you play as a man named Kaim, who lives in the union, and his job is to protect his sister, Furier who is the goddess of the seals. What's a seal? Mm, well, we'll find out later a little bit. Will but, we? Yeah, I'll just say it now. <laughs> <laughs> the seal, there's four seals on the planet that protect the earth, and when they're all broken, bad things happen. Oh, okay. Isn't it supposed to be the end of the world? Yeah. If all of them are broken? Yeah. Or the end of humanity or something? Big stakes, guys. Big stakes. Like seeds of resurrection break down, and it... Creates yeah, all kinds do, of things. And, but doesn't the Empire, the bad people, think that breaking the seals is good? Well, they're trying to do it. That's yes. why they're fighting. All right. But anyway, the game starts out. You're, go, you're running towards where your sister is, and you come across an injured dragon in the castle mm-hmm. that seems to just fought off a bunch of uh, Empire guys. And uh, you kind of fight off enemies coming at the dragon, and the dragon's like, hey, buddy, let's make a pack. Packed. And you're like, sure, let's do it. Let's fuck those empire enemies up. So that's what happens. You make a pact with the dragon, which is essentially you kind of each become more powerful and kind of creates a bond between you two. And it apparently gives you healing properties because you're about to die here too. Yeah, it, it heals both of you, I guess. So I want to see the list of acceptable animals that I can pact with. Oh, well, there's a couple in this, but I think you could pact with couple. anything. Like they all seem to be supernatural of some sort. Well, dragons are real. Well, yeah. There were, oh, fun fact, too. I was writing down the, uh, like, uh, sometimes I'll take the Wikipedia plot and just kind of create, like, a note, like a diagram out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then fill it in with the movie. So I just started talking about, uh, you know, Angelus and Kane, or Kime's relationship. And it, I didn't realize it until I was halfway through the movie, Angelus was the dragon. No. Oh. You don't really find out I wasn't until... halfway through the movie, but I was it's watching the movie, I'm like, sp- oh. Spoiler for the first yeah. ending. A jealous is a dragon, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll refer to her as the dragon. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyway, you make the pact and you both heal up and uh, Kaim loses his voice, which you have to give something up to make a pact with a creature. Oh, is that what he loses? Yeah. Okay. It's why he doesn't talk through the rest of the game. I thought that was just a silent protagonist. Yeah. I guess it's an easy way to make him a silent protagonist. Yeah. What would you give up for your pact, Papa Scotch? I don't get a choice, do I? I don't but, know. A choice of like the ones we've seen? Yeah. Mm. Or you can come up with something similar. Ooh, I see. I think if... Well, how does the age thing work? Well, he stays the same age. Oh, uh, I thought he aged in reverse. So I'd, I'd work out for like... It'd probably take me about six years. Get shredded. <laughs> <laughs> be a shredded 40-year-old guy and just be like, hey... Yeah, I'll take the age one. I'll um, stay this forever. I don't want like George Clooney and out of sight forever. I don't want to burst your bubble, dude, but you're not going to be 40 in six years. Well, they don't need to know that. <laughs> the, audience, the audience doesn't said need to 40-ish. know that. 40-ish. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said shredded 40-year-old. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway. That's what so I'd pick. I'd that's roll the dice. Choice. I'd lose a foot or something. I think it has to be more abstract than that. What's more abstract than losing a foot? I'd go the Baron route. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Shooting blanks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. That's easy. That's easy. <laughs> it's better than risking losing your sight, you know? That's a tough one. Yeah. Or even hearing. I wouldn't want to lose that. That would suck. What about taste? <laughs> what if half your butt just fell off? <laughs> Which half? If your, what if your butt sealed up? <laughs> And you, you had to throw up everything. Uh, <laughs> All right, cool. let's go on. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep talking about again. <laughs> <laughs> to be a dragon, bro, I might do it, guys. I might do it. <laughs> anyway, you rush to where the goddess is, and there's a lot of talk of protecting seals and stuff. Anyway, you get to the goddess's chamber, and you kill some dudes, and you come across Furier and a man named Inuart, who is kind of in a Furier in a creepy way. And in a creepy way? I thought he was... Her ex-fiance. Well, he's yes, but he acts really weird and stalkish. Stalkish. Oh, that's probably why they broke up. Yeah, probably. He's probably mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yeah. You're a goddess, and you're like, I don't know what it's you're doing. It's always weird when, you know, you they were engaged. They they broke it off. They called it up, but the other person still is hanging around. Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Especially you know, with his, her brother there. It's got to be weird. Yeah, that's strange. Anyway, you're, you're talking about... uh. Protecting Furier and Inuar's like, hey, I'll take her to the Elven Village. That's a good place to go. Mm-hmm. And the dragon starts hearing a voice that the Elf Village is gone. But Inuart says, hey, man, we're still going. I don't care what your dragon voice says. <laughs> well, the dragon actually speaks for you because you can't speak. Yeah. Anyway, so quickly go to the forest and you find the Elven Village. And surprise, surprise, it's not there like the dragon said it wouldn't be. Oh, jerk. Right, right. And uh, Inuart and Fu- is like, hey, I'm going to go take Furier and meet Vertolay in the desert, who is like the, the priest. He's, dude. The, he's the pope of this place, I guess. He's a high. Mm. Or maybe he's a cardinal. I won't say he's yeah, a pope. Yeah, he didn't, he, I, didn't, I didn't get pope vibes. Yeah, right. definitely not. He's got magical powers, yeah. though. Yeah. I know one when I see one. <laughs> but they're going to go to meet up with him, and you kind of like stick around to. Uh, Hold on. What, you're still laughing at them. I know when I see them. Yeah, because I was like, a pope's like pornography. I know when I see it. <laughs> it's obscenity. Popes and pornos. <laughs> but anyway, you kind of like stick around to investigate the village and stuff. And you hear some bullshit about the cult of the watchers and going on. And that's where the elves were taken. Mm. And you go to try and rescue elves. But guess what? They're not there. And then the dragon's like, hey, Vertile's voice has gone silent. We should go to the desert. And this is... One part, this is the first time you can come back and change this later, where you meet, you go through this part and you, in a different way, and you can meet a man named Leonard, who is a survivor of a burned down village, and he makes a pact with a fairy, and he loses his, vo- his sight. He goes blind for it. And he Was kinda, that the, the Tinkerbell-style fairy? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. The little green yeah, thing. Yeah, she was kind of annoying. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. But you, and then kind of goes through a little side Leonard story and find out that he's trying to save some people and stuff. But it all fails out. But anyway, back to the normal thing. Remember Leonard because he's not really important, but sort of. Okay. So you rush to the desert and you find Furier's there, but somehow she's there and Inuart and Vertile have been taking. I guess she was hiding and the Empire caught them too and took them. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey, let's go save them. We'll go to the desert. And find him in a, you go to like some kind of prison in the desert, I guess. And uh, mm-hmm. you come across Vertile, and he's like, sorry, Inuart's in another castle. 
And you're like, oh, oh son of a bitch. And then Vertilate tells you basically what the Empire is doing. That they wanted to break the seals so they can get the seeds of resurrection and do something with it. I guess take over the world, make the world the way they want it. And the seeds of resurrection like create armies of people and stuff. And, and he's like, but we got to go back to the desert and save, save that temple seal. And you're like, all right, let's go there. And then there was a quick cutscene here of Inuart being like tortured a little bit, mm. like psychologically oh, right. yeah, tortured. Yeah. And he's kind of like being brainwashed. Yeah. He's being brainwashed a little bit and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that cuts back to you in the desert. And you're kind of like fighting through the desert. And all of a sudden you're like, no, it's too late. The empire's broken the seal. You're like, oh. Yeah, I, I didn't understand this point where Vertile can just like psychically talk to Kaim. Well, I think I could be wrong. I think Vertile is has something that's packed because all the packed people I think can talk to each other. Oh, really? Somewhat. Yeah, there's some kind of lore some kind behind of, yeah. it. Yeah, there's some kind of bond between them. I just thought that was that was a weird choice. I think the dragon mentioned something about like he's made a pact with something and it never goes past that. All right, there you go. But I don't remember exactly. Works for me. But anyway, he can talk to him. It's part of the story. So after you find the desert seal has been broken, you return to Furier and uh, just have Inuart's heart harp there on the ground. And she's like, he's just gone. And you kind of accept that he's gone and nobody really seems to care. I certainly didn't. Mm-hmm. Is that when he thro- throws the harp in the air? Yeah, no. Okay. That's later. <laughs> All right. Well, it's actually pretty soon. But <laughs> <laughs> Continue. There is another quick side quest here along the way. And it's another where you meet another packed person named Ariosh, who is a, like a, in, uh, I don't want to say insane, but a mad elf. And who's made, he makes a pack with two spirits and she kind of becomes barren, which. But I, th- I think she's really into eating children. Yeah. There's a lot of children eating yeah, there, talk here. Yes. Yeah. yeah she's, yeah. she's really into just kids in general. And now she, I guess that was something she cared about and now she can't have any. No way. But I think you can switch between these people and play as them for a while or use them as some kind of like summon in the game. Yeah. I, yeah. If I got that they were like part of your squad and yeah. you could travel with them and switch to them and use their stuff or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember how far I got in this game, but it was probably right around here. Anyway. So then, uh, like you see Inuart Tarop and he, and then all of a sudden, like he's with a dragon. Inuart shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, this is a dragon. <laughs> yeah. hey, you're doing well yeah yeah since we last saw you and then uh you kind of have to fight in you are and he just whoops your ass yeah he does it's pretty demoralizing because you don't even get and then his dragon just dominates your dragon which is also really demoralizing if you have a dragon and it's just a shitty dragon well it's not a shitty right? dragon you just don't know how to use it yet <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like making that plunge being like yeah i'm doing it i am absolutely Going to pact with an animal and get all these superpowers, and then just like, God damn, this dragon's kind of shitty. Ah, fuck. <laughs> well, he was taken by humans and tied down and beat the fuck up. Yeah, but still. All right. Anyway, Inuart kicks your ass, and uh, he kidnaps Furia and takes her away. And you're, you and the dragon both need to rest and heal, so you're kind of like stuck there for a while. This is when he says, there will be no music anymore. Yeah, and he throws his harp. Ugh. Oh, yeah, Inuart was also some sort of bard. Bard, yeah. Which is, ah, dude. Really? Drama queen. Yeah. He's like those losers who play guitar in their college dorms. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you eventually head into the Empire to follow Inuart. 
because apparently he's on their side now to try and keep fear. I don't know what he's doing exactly. And I just wrote slaughter in my notes. I think you just kill a lot of people. Yeah, probably. And uh, eventually you keep going and the dragon tells you that there's only one seal left. All the others are broken. Oh, no. And the only one that's left is Furier. Oh, no. And the seals what? were like, there was one in the forest, one in the ocean, one in the desert, and one in the goddess. So three of them are gone and one remains. And then it's kind of like, here's the third and final side story with a person named Sarah, who's a child who makes a pact with a big golem. And he gives up his age, as Papa Scotch alluded to earlier. So he made that pact as a child. I think he did. I guess. I would never hold up in court. No, I, I think they they alluded to that, that like he didn't really know what he was doing. Yeah. He was just like, I was alone. Golem was Golem alone. Golem tricked him. Golem tricked him to get his ah, age. I gotcha. So, yeah. But the Golem is eh, not the worst. They still hang out. Yeah. Like, yeah. So can you, how does this work? If your packed animal or Golem dies, do you then, you get unpacted? Do you, can you not packed with someone else? How does this work? I don't know the specifics, but I think you're, you can end the pact at any time, but I think it has detrimental effects. Yeah, you can just do yeah. what you want and just be like, pact off. Yeah. But I don't know if you're limited to one pact in your lifetime. It's not like marriage. Yeah, true. Right, of course. I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, someone, someone fucking go to, go to the subreddit and tell us yeah. how the lore of this shit works. Let us know how these pacts yeah, work. We're not, we're not a podcast about the lore. We're just about the story. <laughs> exactly. Bam, nailed it. <laughs> anyway, so after that, you kind of like get into this, it seems like an ultimate battle between the Union and Empire, and there's armies on each side, and your side starts charging, you're like, yeah, kind of like William Wallace style. I was going to say, it's like Braveheart right here. Yeah. Nice. And then all of a sudden, like some huge Cyclops show up in the background of the Empire. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, One shit. One eyes, as they call them. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Sorry for our Cyclops listeners. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. insensitive. We all know Not Papa Scotch is the racist of the group. <laughs> oh, did I? I said the racist one. <laughs> That's what Angelus called them in the thing. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> dragons are notoriously racist. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to keep saying it until I hear from the Cyclops community. <laughs> that's fair and that's fair they can advise me so these giant cyclops are there so you take to the air on your dragon and you kill them and you're like yay and eventually you take down and your union wins somehow I guess it's alright and then the dragon's like hey man that seemed a little bit too easy and the union people start celebrating and dancing around and stuff and then all of a sudden these giant balls fall from the sky and blow up the battlefield fucking like nukes man. yeah they did look like nukes. yeah absolutely kill everybody yeah yeah it was sick and they're like oh my god did the goddess die is it judgment time and then like the imperial army's dead people start rising up oh my god it's like reverse explosions for them yeah sick reverse explosions <laughs> yeah <laughs> we need an implosion but anyway so the imperial they start rising up as like zombies is mm -hmm. the best way to put it Sure, sure. So you're like, jump on the dragon, and you're like, I got to fly to the Sky Fortress. That just appeared all of a sudden. Well, I might have been there above the clouds the whole time, I guess. Just appeared <laughs> to my sight. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you try to fly up towards it, and the dragon isn't powerful enough to fly up there. 
What a shitty dragon, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, the air's too thin. How do other people get up there? Well, they were probably on the fortress. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got a shitty low-altitude dragon. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, exactly. Yeah, you're right. That sucks. Dude, I'm a swamp dragon. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you're trying to fly it, and then Inuart flies down and attacks you. And you have a that battle again, another battle against Inuart. Mm-hmm. But eventually you best him. Ooh. And he starts flying back to the Sky Fortress, and you follow on his tailwinds. Oh, nice, because he has the better dragon. Yeah. And you get in there, and you fight through the Sky Fortress, and you come across Furier's body, <gasps> which you kind of knew when the, that, when the thing started falling from the sky that she was dead. But right, of course. Yeah. You find her stabbed in the heart, and a little child dancing around, singing about the Cult of the Watchers, which is certainly creepy. Is it? The way her voice is, they like it's childish for a little bit, and then turns into an evil thing. Like, just, yeah, that's pretty neat. And like, she's—I forget exactly what the chant was about the Watchers, but you hear it a couple of times through the game mm-hmm. up until this point. And you're like, man, that child's fucked up. <laughs> and then you know, it shows a scene of Inuart, and he comes across Fury's body, and it like breaks the hold that the—I don't know if he was like being controlled by the Empire through the. Yeah, because once it's like when she dies, he. He becomes a normal his, somewhat again. His brainwash just wipes off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just goes away all of a sudden. I, I'm assuming it had something magical to do. That's what it was, magic. Yeah, it had to be the little kid who did it. And the little kid, whose name is Mana, by the way, who is Ciri's sister. Mm-hmm. And in Ciri's side quest, you, he was going to look for her but couldn't find her. All right. And then Inuart kind of like, as Mana's dancing around, Inuart picks up Fure's body and leaves. And he's like, I'm going to see the resurrection and try and revive her. No. And then you kind of like chase after Inuart and tell him that only bad comes from the seeds, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't listen. And here is kind of where the endings start. So you ready for the first ending? Ending A. Oh, boy. Yeah. Which is canon for the second series? Well, yeah. In the series? I wouldn't call him canon, but it leads into Drakengard 2. Yeah. Okay. This is the anguish of an uns. Uh, unsmiling maker. That's what it's called. They do this kind of thing in the near games where they give them A through whatever endings. I think near had all the way to Z. Jesus Christ. Wow. But uh, so basically in this ending, you fly down to where the seeds are. Well, first, and you, well, you fly, you're trying to fly there and you come across a drag, a big dragon called the worm and you fight that. And you get to a temple and man is at an altar and you go to like swing at her and Vertilay's like, no, you can't kill a kid, which seems to be the first time anybody says this in this game. <laughs> in the whole universe. Yeah, really. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, okay up yeah, until the sure. bad guy's a kid. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to use my magic and seal her powers inside of her. Cool. And he like does this spell and it kind of backfires and mana grows to be a huge giant, kind of like the Cyclopses, but mm-hmm. with two eyes. So you fight Mana, and she kind of like gets defeated and starts shrinking, and she's begging for you to kill her. Right. And you're like, no. Well, the dragon says this. It's like, no, we're going to leave her alive so that everybody hates her. Yeah. Which is That's the worst thing for a little kid. Yeah, that's, that's such an <laughs> awesome way to kill her. Like, nope, you're going to stay alive, and everybody's going to know you're a piece of shit. Everyone's going to know you're a poopy, poopy, farty buddy. <laughs> that's that's going to be said. the end for you, buddy. <laughs> And then, well, Vertile's like, well, we got to do something. We got to have someone be the seal to contain all this stuff. And uh, the dragon's like, hey, man, I'll do it. And it's Get tired of, of this shit anyway. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the dragon saves humanity after all game talking shit on humanity. 
which yeah. I didn't even get into. I yeah. thought I thought yeah. you said it quite well with the dragon's pretty racist. It doesn't like humans. I understand. And so they do this ritual and the dragon starts getting turned into a seal and she's she's like, Oh, by the way, Kaim, my name is Angelus. And she gets turned into a seal. She's like, You're the last person who'll ever hear that. Yep. Huh. And that's kind of the first ending. The world's saved. Angelus is the new seal protecting the world from everything. Well, how come what's her name was a person and a seal? I think it was just the seal was put in the person. Oh. Oh. So the seal could just be put in whom or whatever. Yeah. But then this becomes the seal. I assumed it was like the seals for the other three that were just kind of on the ground. And it just floated away. Yeah. All right. So you have another person seal. Do you then need three other seals or do they get replaced? Oh, uh, maybe they just all come at the same time. Maybe it gets split up and does it. Yeah, assume, maybe. Right. Whatever. They don't go into it. And that is the only, well, it's the, it's, I guess that's the good ending. I'm not sure. I think it is. It's the best. Um, is it? It's the most people the live best, in that one. Best. Yeah, it's I like the, the second one best. Yeah, the second one is pretty good too. The most moral? And I don't know. Yeah. Now we'll cut back to the B ending, which is flowers for the broken spirit. In this ending, when you chase after Inuart, you don't go to where mana is. The dragon doesn't convince you of that. I believe it's the dragon that convinces you to go after the mana instead. But anyway, you get to where Inyard is and you fight him because he's trying to use the seeds to revive Furie. Mm-hmm. But you fight him and then it's already too late. The seeds have revived Furie. And oh, she kind man. of like starts hatching as this monster and instantly kills Inuart, which is hilarious on many levels. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and she turns into this like big angel monster type thing and you end up fighting her. Eventually you beat her. And then as the ending's unfolding, you see other angels just like are rising from all the older, other seeds and stuff all over. So the world's being overrun by these angels. Yeah. So if you offer someone to the seed, they come back evil and multiply. Well, yeah. Part of the seed thing was like it, it could create multiple millions of enemies from one, millions of people from one. Yeah. So. I get it. All right. And that's and kind of his. Didn't Kaim know that this was a bad thing? Yes, he tried to stop Inuart, and yeah. it didn't work. Inuart's like, no, I need my, my lady back. She needs to be back to life, yeah. or else I'll be sad. And it kind of ends on a bummer for everybody, because you're going to get killed by these angels. It's like, yeah, way to go, dick. He killed the world. <laughs> way to go, dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, the Joel ending from yes. The Last of Us. Spoilsies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was... 2013, I think that yeah. game came out. Well, I mean, this game came out in 2003, so... They stole it from this. Definitely. All right, now to the C ending, The Companion's Eternal Farewell, oh. which is the saddest of the endings. The same thing happens where you chase after Inuart, and he kind of dies with Furia. He doesn't get to the seed with her. Good. And then you're like, all right, I stopped that nonsense. So you chase after Mana and go to the altar, but it's a little too late, and Mana summons a dragon, and the dragon... I guess in, inhabits your dragon. Doesn't it kill mana? Well, yes, it does. It, she, she does die here, and then it, the, your dragon gets turned. Her point was to summon a dragon and have dragons rise up and kill all the humans. Well, well she did a hell of a job. Yeah, because <laughs> your dragon gets taken over, and he's like, sorry, Kaim, I don't want to do this, but I have to fight you. So you end up fighting the dragon. And even though you win... Dragons rise all over the planet and kill, go after mankind. I assume this is another sad ending. 
You destroy a seed here. Yeah. So does that mean anything? I don't know. It kind of gave it the point that dragons were rising up, but... Yeah. Usually when all of humanity's destroyed, that's not the good ending, <laughs> right? Uh, it depends who you ask. I think you might have stopped the, dra- the seeds from being used, but the dragon's are already there, so... Yeah, you just hear, like, thunderous... Yeah. yeah. That's pretty right, neat, right. too. I like that ending, too. <laughs> and now to Papa Scotch's favorite, too. Oh, he is the best. This, the D ending. I have a lot of questions. The, the D ending. The wild dreams of a deluded child. Oh, this is a good ending too. In this one, you get to the Sky Castle and you find Fourier dead and stuff. And uh, the seeds of resurrection have crashed into Earth and you chase after mana, kind of like you do in the A ending. But when you get to this one, Sire intervenes and is, uh, tries to talk his sister, Mana, into not going through with the plan of taking over the world or whatever, the seeds of resurrection. And it kind of doesn't go well. So Siri's just like, hey, Golem, can you kill my sister? And Golem's like, sure, and smashes her. Nice. So, okay. So was Mana like his sister in the village that just got kidnapped and is like a vessel? Yes. Mana is the vessel of the gods. Okay. It's not actually just his sister was a god from birth. No, I don't think so. She is the vessel for the gods, which... Gotcha. Since now she is now dead, what happens next happens. And uh, all these giant flying electric babies start falling from the sky. Hate when that happens. Yeah. 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 Sky babies. And, and you boss fight the giant sky babies. Yeah. And Vertilay's like, the instruments of the god is dead. This is what's happening. Nonsense. I like it. And you kind of like are trying to figure out what you can do. And there's a... The queen beast, which I guess is giving birth to these babies, I, or, or leads the babies in some way. I don't way. know. Anyway. Like, I thought it was like a baby hive mind. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, like the queen. Yeah. It's a giant pregnant woman with all these giant babies around her. Anyway, you're trying to get to this thing, and Ariosh ends up getting eaten alive. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I put big naked mom appears. Sure does. She got like gang tackled mm-hmm. yeah. by giant babies. And they just ate the hell out of her. Yeah, just like like dogs, you threw like a treat on the ground. Like, yeah, and then as, as, as you're running, Leonard does a sack move to blow up a couple more babies. So sack move. Boost. Which I don't think that fairy was on board with the sack move. No, she definitely wasn't. But he's like, fuck <laughs> you, fairy, I'm doing it. It's like, I'm tired of you anyway. Yeah, I can't see. I'm just going to blow up. You're dying with me. And <laughs> you eventually get near the queen beast. And the queen beast is devouring all of space and time. And Siri's like, I think I know a way we can fix this. So wait a sec, before you keep going, is this where the fourth and fifth endings Yes. Divert? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the fifth ending is all of this till right now, just to- like the fourth. Yes, with, without Siri offering to do this part. Gotcha. Okay, sorry. So yes, and then in this one, Siri's like, if I break my pact, I have all this sealed time, I can... Seal the queen beast stuck in time forever. And you're like, sure, that'll work. Why not? Yeah, it sounds neat. So you, Vertile, Kaim, and Angelus all are like on a suicide mission to protect Sire until she gets to the queen beast. Until he gets to the queen beast. And Sire eventually gets there and does some wiggly-wobbly stuff. And freezes the queen beast in a big giant crystal for all of time. I guess saving the world... Yeah, making a cool-ass crystal. Yeah, making a cool-ass crystal. Everybody else dies, though. Yeah. Just don't you die on Angelus. Well, you, uh, you Vertile and Angelus, all suicide, like, to protect her. Yeah. 
So the only, the, I, I guess there's other people on the planet alive and the babies are gone now, but the world is saved somewhat. Yeah. Hooray. I thought it, w- it was a very interesting artistic choice to like throw Seer at the fucking thing. And then the seer just like steps on the ground, like doesn't splat at all. <laughs> yeah. And then then looks around, then like goes to sleep, and like curls up in a ball and goes to bed. Yeah, it was like an Avenger style fall until they got to the bottom. It was kind of like ding doo. Yeah. And then just kind of like laid down. Well, slowly. he has magical powers. Then why would they need someone to? Why would he need to be thrown at them? Why can't he just teleport or? Because he can't tell. He can't tell where the fuck do you think Did you he teleport before? Slip through the goddamn bad guys. Why does he need to get thrown and then it's just like, oh, now I have power. I'll just slowly come into this. Because it wasn't. He didn't, <sighs> you don't get anything. Yeah. I guess not. Just I guess trying to I get don't. people teleporting powers for no reason. All right. He can land without hurting himself. Wow. What a fucking power. Yeah. That's why. It's so What's much like teleporting. <laughs> All kinds of bullshit's coming up. <laughs> anyway, right. that's the D ending. And now the the end of the Dragon Sphere ending, the E ending, which is leads to the near universe. Obviously. Well, it, oh, it, it's, how does that? I don't know. Well, I'll ask after. Well, right. I'll explain it after because it. Perfect. All right, so it all happens where you're going to the the Queen Beast. You know, Leonard Sack move, Ariosha's eaten, and blah blah blah. But you and the dragon, Kaim and the dragon, decide that they're going to fight the Queen Beast, and as you go and fight it. It kind of releases all the time stored inside the beast somewhat, and it flashes you forward to 2003 Tokyo. Of course. Which. Of course. It, yeah, she's like surrounded by Tokyo, and you're flying a dragon around. And you have this weird rhythm game style battle with the Queen Beast. God, that looked so infuriating. I know, I would have been so annoyed by it. And eventually you beat the Queen Beast, and the Queen Beast is going to go down. And. <laughs> These two jet fighters show up and shoot you and shoot Kaim and the dragon and blow them up with missiles. Obviously. Boom. The end. Yeah. And that's how that one ends. And this leads to Nier because Nier is our planet is exactly the same. The history of Nier until 2003 when this happens. Oh. So in Nier's universe, this happened in ours. It didn't. Fair. And I didn't know this universe had several different timelines. Yes. That's why I didn't. There's no real canon ending, I guess. Because yeah. there's even more than just the games because there's books and comics and everything else. So basically, this piece of property created kind of, I guess, for lack of a better word, like five tendrils. Yeah. And then different movies, video games, novels, can do whatever future they want games with took whichever one of these endings they felt like and yeah. went with it. Why did they take this, and, though? And Drakengard <laughs> 3 <laughs> is before all of this. Whatever. And I think that splits off into different things, too. But Drakengard 3 leads into this game. All right. Thank God it's over. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. So let's go ahead and move right into our final thoughts. Let's. And we're going to start with you, because I know you love going first. Search on Slap. I'll go first with this one. (laughs) You got a lot of opinions. I can't wait to hear them. But first, we got to ask you the questions. Bring it. Do you want to fire up this PlayStation 2 hit? Oh, I thought he was going to say PlayStation now. <laughs> uh, was the story a work of art or was it complete shit? Um, what score you think you'd reach in your sack and get? <laughs> <laughs> fell apart at the end. I fell thought it was going to fall end. apart, but you saved it. You totally saved it. I would like to know <laughs> the statistics of how many times it ended with our it. Well, you uh, probably, yeah, probably the majority. <laughs> 
check the subreddit. By the time this airs, I'm sure someone will have documented all of them. Oh, yeah. All right. Would I fire it up? No. The whole flying dragon part really turned me off. That did not look like fun combat. But the ground stuff looked cool. It was basically like Dynasty Warriors, it looked like. You yeah. That game. It looked all right. Did the story shit or whatever you said. That's a, that, No, you got it. <laughs> I, t- I didn't follow the story. I'm, I didn't watch the long-ass video to get the whole thing. I was trying to read the wiki and watch a really short <laughs> other video, right, which I ended up watching five other ending videos, which were at least two of them were as long as the other video. <laughs> the whole story up to the... Do they... When you play it, do they go into detail about all the lore and shit? Somewhat. I mean, it tells you in those... Before, there's like multiple scenes and chapters, and it gives you like a little explanation before each chapter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like at the very least, they explain why they did or why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was like a big picture thing, it's like, oh, we got to go here to save whatever, and then we got interrupted and whatever. Yeah, so that was... Video game shit. It was just, yeah, random ass shit. I don't know. The story itself was eh. It's like, okay, there's a big war to stop seals from being broken to save the world. Your classic JRPG stuff. Yeah. But then these endings. Holy (laughs) jeez. Right, right. blew my mind. I really like that part about it. And I like how the story was like kind of like, what? Huh? Orbs? Dragons? (laughs) One eyes? Whoa! (laughs) Yeah! Whoa. I was like, where's Edit it going? That out. It's kinda it's kinda crazy. Yeah, bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, I don't think the story really worked for me. But the random weird ass shit did. So score out of what, twenty seven? Yep, that's yes, twenty seven. <sighs> I'm gonna have to just give it a I'll give it a seven because of just because of the endings and how wacky shit got. And how strange and out there it was. But like the whole story itself, eh, average. Got like two or three points just for the craziness. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. It's respectable. Because that, you know, that's that's a slap style. <laughs> so let's uh, let's kick it over to you, Scotchy. Let's see what oh, you got to say about it. I, I know I'm supposed to say something. I just don't remember what the question yeah. is. Um, would you play this weird ass game? Mm-hmm. Was the story really lame? Okay. What kind of score you gonna Corey Haim? <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> Made Thank perfect you. sense. Thank you. Thank you. Driving <laughs> game with Haim. Uh, okay. So, did this video make me want to play it? Not really. Uh, I was very confused at the idea of a hack and slash slash flying sim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, hack and slash is when I'm in the mood for him. I'm in the mood for him. But the story, I it felt very much, I don't want to say dated, but it very much felt like in the root of those like text adventures. Like you go on, you walk around, you meet people, you grab them as part of your group, you move forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know if that was just a limitation of the time or if it was a callback to those days. I, I don't know. But that didn't really, I don't think that really helped it that much because... There's like eight characters in the entire thing, and they're all the most important characters in, in the entire story. Yeah. There's no world around it, really. 
But uh, so did the video make me want to play it? Not really, but maybe because of those wild ass endings. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give a partial credit. Uh, did the story work for me? Um, I think on a basic level, sure. You had four seals and armies trying to kill them and plunge the world into darkness and someone's trying to stop them. Mm-hmm. That's very basic. But then you get to the packs and the fuck, God, the one, the child, the children, the, the big, huge babies. <laughs> it was just kind of fucking all over the place. And I have a lot of questions about packs. Someone start something on the subreddit. We got it. <laughs> That's a group. And then when you said it was part of the near universe, I completely forgot about that until I was reading after I watched the entire video. And I'm like, wait, where the fuck did they get that from? <laughs> so this is also coming from someone who's never played any of the near games. Yeah. So story work for me, uh, on the most basic level, yes, but basically the same level as Battlefield Bad Company. Exactly. But what score would I give it? I mean, it's hard because there's definitely some things in here I like. There was also like a whole side quest or like a whole side explanation of like, I, I read this in the wiki. I didn't get this through the video, but Leonard was a pedophile. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. And and what's her name? Ariosh. Ario. Like, I liked her. She was fucking nuts. She was absolutely insane. And they're like, you know what? Let's keep this crazy around us. <laughs> Let's not let it go out into the world. I think it was to show that anybody could make a pact and kind of, you weren't really special, maybe? I don't know. I maybe. just think they were trying to make it weird. That, that's also very possible. Yeah, it was. it. I, I don't think I would have played this game because I've mentioned it several times in the podcast. I'm not really into, like, dragon fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. But this was fucking weird, man. Like, straight up weird. So I'm going to give it an overall score of a five. I liked the fact that you had these different endings. And they weren't just, like, the multiple endings we've seen in video games where it's, like, title cards afterwards or, like, still frames and, like, text. Looking at you, Fallout 3. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these were, like, five legit completely different, well, mostly completely different endings. And they were all fleshed out, which I thought was good. But... Other than that, I didn't have much love for it. So, And I, I figured I'd go a little bit lower because I think Dr. Scientist's score is going to go higher. I don't know. Guess we'll, we could find out. And it's a balancing act. Let's, <laughs> let's ask You them. shouldn't be picking your score on what I'm going to pick. I know, but I'm still sticking with it. I'm sticking with a five. It's no problem. Yeah. No problem. It just didn't 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 get to me. didn't hit me, you know? We it, have this down to a process. It points it, for me. It's so. all going to make it up. All right. Well, uh, how about you then? Him. Dr. Scientist, star of the show. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple questions for you. All right. Would you like to play this game now that you've watched the entire cinematic movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you find the story agreeable, or were there parts of it that you didn't like so much? Did it did it work for you, I'd say? <laughs> and out of 27 stars, how many stars would you allot to the score of this game? Would I play it? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, I mean, you tried it once and you didn't finish, so. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of thing that's in my wheelhouse, but I'm way past, I'm way too old to be playing hack and slash games like this, like Dynasty Warriors type things where you're just running around killing hundreds of enemies at a shot. It's not the cool hack and slash like God of War. It's Yeah, it's more like Diablo, right? Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I see what you're saying. It's not that you wouldn't play a hack and slash game. It's that this is a dated Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. An Unchinbara, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's that good combat. Who the hell knows? There's 64 weapons, though. And uh, did the story work for me? That's an interesting question. Because it's basically just your boring, I'm special, save the world type thing until you get to that like coup de gras battle where it's the Empire versus the Union. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you lose. 
It's kind of like, oh, they did what they're trying to do and they broke all the seals. Yeah. And then yeah, it goes yeah, you're right. And then it goes through five endings where I think you lose in four of them, but I'm not sure. The world does get destroyed in a couple. Yeah. It's definitely not looking good for a lot of people in a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So it ends on a downer sometimes when you after you I'm pretty sure the A ending is what you get by playing through it first. Yes, and then you yes. have to go back and play through other stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's kind of your generic save the universe type of ending. Uh, but the other endings were when they weren't batshit crazy, entertaining. So I was going to give it... Mm, trying to compare it to other games. We don't have another game like it so much. But uh, I'll throw it... Uh, let's say... The extra endings give it a boost. I'll give it nine stars. A niner. Gives it a total. total score of a 21. Yes, sir. Ooh. Which is the same exact score we've used twice this season. Oh, I can't wait to hear what games this is in league with. Our favorite score. Oh, shit. Three times. Oh, wow. Going backwards, the last game we did that had a score of 21, the suffering that ties that bind. That's the second suffering game, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then two weeks before that, Titanfall with a 21. Oh, Right. I don't even remember Titanfall. Was it that good? It's 21 good. I guess. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we've never been wrong. So, And the, even the Stranger Thing two weeks before that, Manhunt 2, we gave it 21. Hmm. This fits in with those. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, I think it does just because it was the first installment of the thing, and it was 2003, for crying out loud. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For a game from 2003, 21 is a pretty solid score. Yeah. Slot pretty hard, too. I think if this... The rest of the story was a little bit better, and the endings were maybe slightly less insane. It would have scored a lot more. No. Or slightly more <laughs> insane. Yeah, but, if the whole story was more insane. And, but like the first 90% of the story is pretty boilerplate, which yeah, I think has true that. affected the score for me at least. And then it got a lot of for those crazy endings. Oops. I'm not going to question the process, though. It's right. Yeah, of course it is. There it is. There it is. 21. So let's then... Take that score and go ahead and head into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Finisher Lock of the Week. Oh, my God. He's coming off the top rope. Off the top rope. Oh, oh, God. That hurt. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed amazing wrestling finisher, and he has never let us down because he's not capable of doing so. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, we got another version of the cutter, which we've done a couple of times. This is the finishing movement of Matt Hardy called the Twist of Fate. The Twist of Fate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, as the pro wrestling wiki describes it, a wrestler first applies a front face lock, which is just kind of like a getting ready for a DDT. Okay. And then he like spins 180 degrees, putting his other arm underneath the guy's chin. Oh, that and then way. dropping down in a cutter. Kind of like a Stone Cold Stunner, but a little bit more... A little more flair. Flair, yeah. Yeah. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, it's very much like a Stone Cold Stunner, but I see there's more theatrics. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that's is the this one, one for, illegal? Uh, you it, could do it. <laughs> you'd probably hurt yourself more if you did it in a street fight, which props to you. You earn... You're in style points then? Yeah, it's so worth it. Now, see, I grew up in public school around that time, so I saw a lot of attempted stone-cold stunners. <laughs> so have I. It was quite entertaining. Well, the problem is that when you're getting, when you're the stunny, uh, you you get someone grab your head 
and they jump forward, but your body rejects that, so you just kind of slip it. Yeah. 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 You know? But so doing this in a street fight might be tough unless the person's like punch drunk or possibly just really drunk. Yeah, there you go. I think it's doable. Yeah. yeah. Check it out. There you go. The twist of fake. There will be a compilation on our YouTube channel where you can go like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Sure does. So let's move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Chomp Slaps. Would you rather? What? 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 Uh, Every week, we ask Chump Slap a guaranteed banger of a would you rather question that has never been bad, and he has to tell us which one he picks and explain himself. And because my list ran a little long for the year, you've got two today. <laughs> all right. Bring them on. So the first one, we'll start with the easy one. Sir Chump Slap, mm-hmm. would you rather be a cowboy or a pirate? Cowboy or pirate? Cowboy or pirate? Probably a pirate. I'd like to sail the open seas and make fun of landlubbers. Yeah, and cowboys have to live with, like, cattle and shit. Yeah, you got to, like, rustle up some cows. And some cow pokes. And pirates are known for drinking rum. Cowboys are known for eating beans. And pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I think it would just be a a lot more fun to be a pirate because you could move around a lot more cowboys are just stuck in the west i i mean i think pirates the right choice it seems like a lot more free a lot more well you have a lot more rickets too so it's kind of an easy trade-off yeah the scurvy's a problem scurvy's something you need to look out for well there's some weird diseases for cowboys too that's true plus i think cowboy like pirates more of a party cowboys like a lot of work and responsibility yeah i think pirates are more a lot of work too they just hide it better i feel like cowboys have a lot more enemies yeah, you got a good point. Right? Yeah, cowboys have like death feuds. Yeah. Pirates like stole the shit later and they bounce. Yeah. Nobody's And then nobody seems to be mad about it later. You never hear people going like, after oh, pirates, those right? Rascals. Yeah. Pirate it is. All right. Pirate, easy choice. Cowboys blow. Now here's <laughs> the second one. And this was the one I wasn't sure if we did or not. So if we did, too bad. I don't know, too bad. I'm sure the answer will be the same. Exactly what you said last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a Wikipedia yet, you know. <laughs> we just got a subreddit, so give us a chance. Yeah, you know? give us a, give us some time. So, Sir Jump Slap, mm-hmm. would you rather have baby vomit on you or vomit on a baby? <laughs> For the comedy factor, <laughs> uh, you're just in once? both situations. Yes, either baby vomits on you or you vomit on a baby. Same amount of volume. I'd rather vomit on a baby. I'd rather be like, oh, I'm sorry, miss. Is that your kid? <laughs> and we're close to Philly, and it's happened before. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to be ever holding a baby, so how's it going to get vomit on me? I In this scenario, I'm, I'm going to say you're at the zoo. I was thinking I was on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> I was thinking someone came by and threw a baby at you, and you caught it. No, I wouldn't catch it. You swap that shit to the ground, they're going to steal your wallet. <laughs> I just wrong. have a visual of you, like, grabbing one of those old school, like, uh, strollers. Yeah, yeah. That's like a crib. You just grabbing the sides and just blam, just right into it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm trying to look for a place to puke. It's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just find something with a rim. Like, you don't really think about. Yeah, I'm not thinking. You know, I'm puking. Yeah. You just find the rim and vomit all over someone's child. <laughs> yes, 100%. Puke on a baby. Would- would you rather puke then on a baby you know or a baby you don't know? A stranger baby. Stranger you know. baby, by far. 
<laughs> straight. You don't want to throw up on any children, like your friend's children, or no, because that's encounter. just rude. <laughs> Fuck strangers. Stranger man. Who cares? Well, there you have it. Chump slap would throw up on whatever stranger baby you put in front of him. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I, mm, I you implied it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say someone had some fan art of you grabbing both ends of the stroller and just just losing your guts all over this poor baby. Where could they send that uh, via email to, Sir Chompslat? Well, you can send that to us at plottytime at gmail.com. Make it look like a garbage pail kid. That'd be so cool. <laughs> Obviously. I thought that was implied. Now, yeah, we, yeah. now we all got to draw one and put it on the subreddit. <laughs> yeah, you can head over to the Reddit subreddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, join the conversation. Be one of the cool kids. We are. We're there. Oh, yeah. Get on there. Uh, you can go to YouTube, like, subscribe there. It really helps us out. And if someone was maybe sick of how much we're pimping our stuff at the end of the episode, <laughs> where would they get to us fast on the socials, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Tom on Instagram, Twitter, and Taste Buds, where we'll share our music likes and dislikes. Nice. Are we doing that? Do I have to do that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's what Taste Buds does, I think. Oh, right. Well, we have an account there now. Yeah. That's how this works. So get to Taste Buds. You know, just go to wherever you get the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Go to playtime.com, buy a shirt or something. Maybe a towel. Nice Turkish cotton. (laughs) They are amazing. Let me tell you what. But that does it for us. So get out there, play some video games. Don't trust Dr. Scientists. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. (laughs)